We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Somebody said, well now, what about this lease on the earth? I just don't believe it. Where do you see that in the Bible? Read the 12th chapter of Mark. It says, a man planted a vineyard, hedged it about, digged a wine press, built a tower, and leased it out to the husbandman and went into a far country. And then he sent back to get fruits of that land. And the servant he sent, they beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another, and they beat and killed him. And then the Lord of the vineyard said, And I will send my son, and they'll reverence him. Are you getting the point? Jesus is betraying a lease on this planet. And it's exactly what God did. He sent his son into this earth. And the wicked husbandman said, Come, let us kill him, and we'll be the heirs. Well, that's exactly what the devil said. And I'm convinced that the 12th chapter of Mark is a portrayal of the lease on this planet. Now, once this lease runs out, then Satan's had it. Sent his saddle home, John. He's done. <laughs> I mean, God just with a flip of his finger and he's gone. But you see, there's some things that's got to happen. Now, this lease on the earth, as you get into the fourth chapter, in fact, let me turn to it. I want to read that lest I misquote it. In Hebrews, the fourth chapter, to verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn by my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief, again he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after a long time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, for if Joshua had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest for the people of God. And he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Now, what we see here is that there is a day of rest. And it seems that if a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day with the Lord, he's referring to the millennium as the day of rest. Now, the day the millennium starts is the day the lease runs out on this planet, evidently. Now, there's some theory with that and some ideas in it. And like I said, I'm not preaching it as the gospel, but I'm just throwing some things out to you. Now, this is what I see as the lease on this planet. Now, this is what I would say that these demons are referring to here when he says, Have you come to torment us before the time? What time is he referring to? 
Well, from what I can understand, he's referring to the time that the lease runs out on this planet. And Mark, the 12th chapter, I believe, gives you a very vivid illustration of the lease on this planet. Now, I've told you everything I know about this subject, so get in there and dig some things out for yourself, because I believe that it's involved in that, and I believe that we're going to see some things come out of it before very long that'll give us more understanding in it. Now, this demon says, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? What time? The time that the lease runs out. Now, let me state it this way. I know I've probably said it before, but it bears repeating. God has done all he's ever going to do about the devil until the lease runs out on this planet. He's done everything he's going to do by himself, you see, because he sent his son. He sent his word in flesh form to destroy the works of the devil. What he did is done forever. And he delegated authority back to us, the body of Christ. So it's up to us now to destroy the works of the devil. We are the only body that God has in this earth or Christ has in this earth today. That's why Paul said, now you are the body of Christ. That's why Jesus stood on the mountain in the 28th chapter of Matthew before he ascended to the Father, said, all power is given to me both in heaven and earth. So now you go in my name. You cast out the demons. You lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Now see, Jesus has been doing that all the time while he was here. He said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. But then he turns to the disciples one day and says, now ye are the light of the world. In other words, after he's gone, he said, you're going to have to be the light. If there's going to be a casting out demons, you're going to have to do it. Because Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. So it is God in us to destroy the work of the devil here on the earth. But it has to be done through a physical body. Because your physical body gives you legal authority here. Now this is the authority that Jesus is operating in here in his ministry, here on the earth. And this is why he is being challenged by the demons and devils and the religious leaders about what he is doing. Now, turn with me to Mark, the fifth chapter. We'll notice again that you have another situation. Let's read from verse 1. And we read down through verse 7. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs so that no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains, in the tombs, crying, cutting himself with stone. And when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice, and said, now listen carefully to what he said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Now, what's going on here? Here's a demon that as soon as he sees Jesus, he's possessed this man to the point that they couldn't bind him with fetters. He had supernatural power 
Now, you know, that's not normal for a man. It was the demon powers that had empowered this man. And notice here, he cried out and said, What have I to do with thee? In other words, Jesus, you don't have anything to do with me, and I don't have anything to do with you. You're the Son of the Most High God. In other words, implying that you're in your divine Godhead powers, and you can't do anything about me. You just can't do it. And he said, I adjure thee by God that you torment me not. Now, he thought he was going to bring God in on his side. Can you imagine a demon thinking that God is going to take up for him in the things that he said there? Now, see, he was convinced he was right. Like I said, the devil never tells the truth unless he thinks it's to his advantage to do so. So he was convinced that it's best for me to just cry out and tell him that I know who you are, I know you're the Holy One of God, and I know you don't have authority to cast me out because you're God manifest in the flesh, and it's illegal because God gave man dominion, and you're not a man, you're God in flesh form. But you see, he didn't understand the virgin birth. He didn't understand that Jesus was a man. He was in flesh form, but he had stripped himself of his divine Godhead powers, which gave him legal authority on the earth. His body gave him legal authority. And because he was a man, God could legally anoint him with the Holy Ghost and healing, devil, casting out power. I'll tell you what, it gets me excited. We have authority over demons and evil spirits. And you know the story here? He cast him out. said, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Now, what we need to see here, let me point out one other thing about this. Verse 7, he said, I adjure thee. Now, the word adjure is a military term. It actually means I command you. So this demon was actually saying, I command you by God that you torment me not. He thought God would take it for it. Because he was convinced he was right. That God was in flesh form in his divine Godhead powers and he was illegally about to cast him out. But he got cast out, but it wasn't illegal. It was as legal as it could be. He had legal authority because he had a physical body. Now, I'll tell you, that's strong. That's why you need to realize that if you've got a physical body and you take your birth certificate, you can prove before the whole court of the land that you have authority over demons and evil spirits. And you don't have to bow down before. You can cast them out in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Get filled with the Word of God and the power of God's Word, the anointing of God, so that you can have faith for the dominion that God gave you. See, we have dominion in three worlds. Dominion in three worlds. Every knee will bow to the name of Jesus. Beings in heaven, beings in earth, beings under the earth. That gives you dominion in three worlds of existence. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to control heaven, but that means that you have angels at your command or at your disposal. I don't guess that's a good word, but you can call for supernatural intervention. Let's say it that way. You don't command angels, but you can call for supernatural intervention. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer, number 7232. It's entitled The Identification Series. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. 
the identification series. Who are you anyway? Who are you in Christ? We're not interested in who you were before you came to Christ because that old man has died and you've become a new creation in Christ Jesus. You know, the Apostle Paul talked about in the 8th chapter of Romans, he says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So we are new creations. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You need to realize that we have taken on the identification of Christ. Do you realize that on the road to Damascus, when Paul was struck down by a blinding light, the Lord said to him, Why persecutest thou me? Well, Paul wasn't persecuting Jesus, he didn't think. He was persecuting the church. Jesus said, The church is me. If you're doing this to the church, you're doing it to me. We need to identify with Christ. We are His creation. We are in Christ Jesus. We're born again. We identify with Jesus and the new life. We've become new creations. The Apostle Paul says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. That's offer number 7232, entitled the Identification Series. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.